It's Thought Leader Thursday. Thought Leader Thursday on Metro FM Talk. It is indeed, and uh, the time now is 20 minutes uh, before 9 p.m. And uh, uh, I guess no bigger uh, issue, certainly, for many of uh, the uh, working-class commuters in this country uh, over the last uh, few decades or so than uh, the parlous state of our passenger rail service. Now, uh, many of you would be familiar with uh, all manner of challenges there operationally and even from a service perspective uh, when it comes to the uh, functioning of Metro Rail and Shoshaloza Mail, uh, which is uh, the uh, intertown and intercity uh, passenger rail service. And uh, in response to this, the Minister of uh, Transport, Figilam Balula, has uh, placed the passenger rail uh, agency under administration. And I'm joined now on the line by the administrator. And uh, his name is Bongisizwe Mbondo. And I must say, uh, certainly a very brave and a courageous man for taking on uh, this particular role, which many people might uh, think is a poisoned chalice. Mshagaz, uh, um, good evening to you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Compliments of the New Year. Compliments, uh, Good evening to you and your listeners. A poison chalice? Uh, I mean, what uh, what made you take this one on? We've got a country to build and someone has to do it. Mm, mm, mm. Let, let's just talk briefly, I mean, about... Uh, you've been in this role now, uh, you know, uh, for long enough to have seen, I guess, what some of the issues are. <coughs> and uh, uh, many of these have been flagged right through from irregular expenditure low expenditure on uh, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, capital uh, or capex and uh, also uh, massive security issues and even, I guess, uh, an entity here with a very broken service ethos. Talk to us about what you found. Yeah, that's right, Bonga. Um, <clears throat> as indicated, I think uh, process is indeed broken uh, and I think we need to say it as it is. So I've spent a bit of time for this the better part of the past month, uh, trying to understand from, you know, the staff internally what the issues are. Um, and what I've established, by and large, at least it confirmed that it's broken. From a leadership point of view and management, uh, there have been lots of changes. Uh, and as you know, uh, I know that uh, any organization, particularly an organization as big as Prasa, and you're talking about well over well over sixteen thousand employees. Uh, if you've got you know consistent changes at board level, at COA level, there is not going there's not much that you'll be able to achieve. Mm. You also have a, a, a situation where you've got absolutely no systems and controls. And the fact that you've got well over twenty billion rands worth of regular expenditure should tell you that there are actually no controls, so everything you know happens at a whim. Mm. You, you, you have got quite a bit, you know, um, you know, challenges around the safety issue that you mentioned, and you know the, the constant uh, issue that I always raise is that for any transportation system, you know, um, you need to be, you need to secure your network because that's also how you secure your revenue, uh, as well as you secure and make sure that your commuters are safe. Plus, I have an open system. Uh, so our station, a porous, mm. so you could you could you could, you, you could walk into many a station. You know, park station might be slightly different, but most of them you can walk in, walk out. You know, get onto a train. You know, so they, they, there are quite a lot of challenges that relate mm. to us. Not, but, yeah. but what has happened, I mean, surely that should have been part and parcel of, uh, you know, the uh, 
a station network upgrade process, which, uh, you know, uh, we probably aren't hearing from Prasa for the first time. We've heard uh, multiple times in uh, the recent past about uh, efforts that are being undertaken to upgrade uh, the network of stations there to not only fix uh, security, but to make sure that even the look and feel of some of these stations, which are very old in, in some cases, uh, actually catches up with where we are as a society and, more importantly, the kind of service that we want to offer to consumers. True. And that's the third part, because uh, Prasa has a capital budget that uh, is appropriated from Treasury through the DOT, and that is meant to do exactly that. Now, one of the challenges that I was going to get to is that when it comes to the capital program and implementation thereof, it, is, it has actually been very poor. So I make the point that uh, as of November last year, out of the capital budget, uh, a couple of billion, well over 10 billion, only 10% by November has been spent, noting that we're going to the end of the financial year now. So the, the speed of implementation and the supply chain management challenges that have been there have meant that the projects that are meant to be implemented that you are referring to in terms of the station upgrades, the depot modernization programs have not actually happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, any explanation for why many of those things haven't happened? Or is it just one of those things that uh, only comes up in an audit outcome and there's a disclaimer and we keep things moving? Yeah, so a big, a big element uh, of it relates to the supply chain management processes. Mm. At some point, a decision had been taken at Prasa that uh, a lot of these you know, relatively big you know, contracts, there has to be a precondition where property is exercised over that um, you know, over those transactions prior to them being, you know, getting onto the uh, SEM uh, process. And that also led to quite a lot of uh, delays. Mm. But also, but also uh, as you can pick up with the regular expenditure that is so high, they, they quite a lot of, it, it does seem that the irregularities in terms of how these, some of these processes have been approached. And therefore, when they get to the stage where they have to be evaluated, it then turns out that they were regular, and therefore they have to mm. start, you know, all, you know, from scratch. And some of these are quite big. You know, if I can make an example, um, you've got what is called a general uh, overhaul. So the life cycle of these coaches uh, is about nine years. Yes. So at nine years, you need to, you know, really overhaul the whole thing, uh, and that is an important part. So at any point in time, of your total fleet. Eight to ten percent of that fleet needs to go for overhaul. Mm. Now we've not done that for possibly you know a year or so because the tender has been going in. It ended up as an award sure. in that. Now we're sitting with a situation where so we don't have a general overhaul contract. <sighs> so and because of those delays, it then means and you you possibly you would comprehend this. It then means that that eight to ten percent increases to fifteen percent of your fleet to twenty percent of your fleet. And those that are due for overall, you cannot utilize them. Mm. And that impacts on our service levels because then the capacity that we have is, is lower. And I guess that also explains uh, all of the underspending here on that capital budget. But, uh, you know, with all the problems that you're painting and you add to that uh, even, you know, fair evasion, um, is 12 months enough? I mean, uh, I'm quite concerned here that, uh, you know, with the, the scale of some of the challenges or the scale of the picture that you're painting here, that uh, you know, a twelve-month period might be wholly inadequate uh, for the kind of turnaround that's needed here. No, correct. Uh, I think 
any you know the experience that uh, we have and one has around uh, you know entities uh, at a relative level, you would know that it doesn't take 12 months to turn an organization around. Mm. But what you can do in 12 months, which is you know what, uh, which is my approach to the task, is to bring stability and order in the business. And once you do that, which has been lacking for a while, it is then possible to create a sustainable basis to you know to build on that you know for future uh, growth. You know, so for, I think if, if anything, I've got a three-step plan that I've put in place. If anything, with that, at the end of the day, we must have predictability. There must be stability in the organization. You know, people must be held accountable, and we must be able, of course, to reward those that perform. But it's back to basics for Prasa because we are drop bottom. Mm. I want just to pause here for a second, uh, uh, and uh, take a brief break. When we come back, uh, I want us to take a look at, I guess, you know, the plan that uh, you outlined uh, earlier on, and of course. Uh, even uh, the war room that uh, you are now uh, uh, in control of. And, and I want to hear from you, of course, uh, what function that is going to play and uh, more importantly, uh, uh, this uh, three-phase plan, whether or not you have the necessary support uh, to make sure that this particular plan is implemented. I'm in conversation with Bongi Bondo, administrator at the Passenger Rail uh, Agency and is painting a picture for us of uh, the scale of uh, some of the challenges that uh, have taken root at uh, Prasa. I'd love to hear some of your perspectives. Uh, you might uh, be a, a consumer who uses this particular uh, a rail service. Let us know uh, if you have any questions or even comments to share with the administrator. And uh, I'd love to hear your perspectives. Give us a ring, 089-110-3377. Make this December a timeless December, boss. From the 18th to the 30th December, you can buy a case of Amstel Lager 440 mil cans for just 219.99 at Ultra or Liberty Liquors. Invite friends, start up that bride, let's laughter fill the air and create timeless memories this festive. Brought to you by the timeless taste of Amstel. Not for persons under the age of 18. Enjoy responsibly. This is the summer of cricket on SABC Sport. South Africa face England on day four of the third test this Sunday at 9.30 a.m. on SABC3. Laduma begins the soccer discussion on SABC1 at 2.30 p.m. as Richmond ladies get ready to confront University of Johannesburg in the South Women's League encounter at 3 p.m. There's never a dull moment on Monday evenings as Soccer Zone wraps up the weekend with soccer highlights on SABC1 at 10 p.m. Brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game. Happy 2020, fellow South Africans. I am Nomsa Mutsikhare, CEO of the National Credit Regulator. It is January and back to school. If you did not budget for expenses like uniform and stationery, and you need to borrow money, only use credit providers registered with the National Credit Regulator. Do not pay any fees upfront. Remember, credit is expensive. Borrow wisely and spend wisely. What I'm saying, we have a responsibility, a social responsibility, and that's what's not being talked about. We have a responsibility as people in society, not people above society or away from society, who people are hipper than society, you know what I mean? But people in society whose job is to articulate life and to try to transform it. It's Thought Leader Thursday. Thought Leader Thursday on Metro FM Talk.
o'clock. Eight minutes it is before 9 p.m. And I'm in conversation with the administrator at uh, the uh, Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa. And that's Bongi Sizwambondo. And uh, we're talking about the task that uh, lies ahead for him. And uh, certainly 12 months uh, seems rather short here for the uh, immensity of the task uh, that uh, he and his war room have uh, to turn this uh, ailing passenger rail agency around. And, uh, you know, I want us to maybe talk, Bongisizu, uh, about, uh, you know, uh, the three-phase plan that you have here. And uh, I found some really interesting things uh, there. One, a cashless ticketing process, but also uh, this alignment between, you know, the, your rail operations as Prasa and even your bus service, I guess, to, to offer an integrated transport service. Just talk to us there about, the, you know, the, the three different stages and, of course, the rationale behind the sequencing of the different actions that you have to undertake here. Yes. So, thanks, Alonga. So, this 12 month review, you know, rightfully uh, indicate once again, is not is not an awful lot, lot of time, but uh, that's the amount of time that I've been given. Mm. And in, in rationalizing through it, um, as in undertaking any task, having under, you know, undertaken my rapid assessment of the business, uh, I then, you know, decided that this is how I'm going to structure it. So, the, it's so the, the short term for me is three months, the medium term is six, and the long term is 12 mm. for the purpose of the exercise. So zero to three months, that's when um, I'm seeking to bring about stability and order. So that speaks to bringing in you know, a proper system, ensuring that policies are up to date. Mm. You'd be surprised that in an organization that big, um, you actually have very outdated policies, some dating back to the time when some elements of uh, process are still within Transnet. Mm. So mm. some of those have not been updated. So therefore, you, 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 you're creating an environment where, you know, um, staff can be able to, you know, forego certain things because the policies are not in place or not clear. So that whole government, uh, you know, milieu or framework needs to be in place. But also, uh, there are certain things that have not been done that should be done. And that that's what... I suppose the administration in the minister's wisdom brings to the fore because you can then take decisions relatively quickly. So that's a zero to three months. And there are a number of priority programs that would, you know, uh, enlisted there. Mm. You even want to take lifestyle audits? Yes, lifestyle mm. audits, vetting, uh, needs to needs to take place. Mm. If, if, you, if you've got the regular expenditure, I don't know, you know, uh, about 27 billion or so, uh, then clearly there's something amiss. You know, and uh, and also not only just a regular expenditure, but there are a lot of investigations that have taken place that also point to you know staff uh, as much as it does with service providers. But our focus would be with the staff members, you know, that that are involved. Mm-hmm. So we need to ensure that you know uh, we don't have you know uh, staff that are actually benefiting you know from the proceeds of uh, you know this this irregular expenditure. Then in the six-month period, that, um, you know, I've turned that execution phase, mm. you know, where at least we should begin to see that's flying on a number of areas. So the issues that relate to fencing of our stations, I was talking about a network that is not secure. Fencing of stations, fencing of the network. Um, I mean, I'll use the, the example, for instance, that some of us here in Kauteng uh, can be able to relate to the Kauteng. You, you look at the Kauteng, the trust is secure, you know, the stations are secure. So that's where we, we should be, you know, mm. uh, as well. Because that's, you know, you, you then secure a lot of things. So the programs, capital programs that we need to get in place uh, during this period. The, the, the central line in Cape Town, which is closed for about three months, which we need to 
officially closed now and rehabilitate our fairways, you know, our overhead traction uh, equipment. Mm. Uh, we, we need to just close it and deal with it. So in the, in the six months, we'll be starting now. Those are the kind of programs we need to get sure, in place. And sure. then come the 12-month period and that, that, that execution period, I, I term, where we're commissioning those that have been completed, but of course, you know, others would continue. Mm. And then we, we ensure that there's business continuity, and then, then I hand over, sure. uh, you know, to the minister. So that's how we've, turned, we've structured it, and a number of programs, including ensuring that the division or some of the subsidiaries that divisionalize, there's some measures that we need to put in place at an organizational level. So we've actually timed it. You know, that way, and the key programs under each of these uh, periods mm. that we're going to be executing with uh, quite a lot of vigor. Uh, uh, okay. I want you to hold the line there for me for a second. I've got one of our callers here who has uh, chosen to be anonymous, and uh, I suspect, uh, I guess, he's one of the employees uh, at uh, Prasa. Anonymous, good evening to you, and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, this one is just an uh, observation. It talks to the people who are in charge of does it mean maybe is it admissible that maybe they've, they've been failing the, the organizations because uh, it, it was you have to talk about the turnaround strategy mm. because this thing has been happening for so long. Yeah. So then I don't know whether the administrator have been asking them whether is there any turnaround strategy or maybe they will they rely on him. And also another thing, are there any key performance in regard that will talk to the people that are, work, that are working there where they will have an accountability because you find that in these organizations they don't, mm. there are no key performance in sure. that will talk to the, what is the vision of the company versus the people that are working there. That's why I find that people that are eating money or they were doing whatever because mm. there's no accountability at all. Even the system that are there in place, are they digitized? Are they talking to the current needs? What is happening? Mm. Thank you so much uh, for that call, Anonymous. And uh, hey, I think you're expecting a lot there because we've also heard uh, that, uh, you know, even the backing up of data is not happening. Abandu, net data, where computers are, and all manner of other things. But, uh, you know, Administrator, just before we wrap up, I think Anonymous yeah. is raising two very important issues. One is on the performance management side of things, and then the other, an accountability framework, not only between, you know, uh, the management team and employees, but also management and the board, and, of course, the board and uh, the uh, department here charged with, uh, um, you know, overseeing PRASA, which is the Department of Transport. Yes. Now, Anonymous is, is, is raising an important issue, right, Abom? The, the accountability and consequence management has been lacking. So, turnaround strategies, yes, have been there, or what have been termed turnaround strategies, but there hasn't been any follow-through. Mm. And as a result of that, therefore, you don't get uh, accountability. So, those systems are not in place. So, what are we doing? The committees that we are setting up, we've got five committees, quickly, revenue enhancement and cost containment, the second one is government, third one is service recovery, and then we've got safety management, and then capital modernization, that program acceleration. So those are the five committees, mm. chaired by EXCO members, okay. made up of EXCO members. So what I've been tasking, what I've tasked them to do, and this is what is finalized, is that each of those committees are developing key performance indicators mm. that EXCO will adopt. And those key performance indicators will find their way into their own agreement, for the, at least for the duration that I'm there. And that's what we're going to hold each other accountable for. And that the three-step process I'm talking about then cascades also. So it all fits in. So the KPIs stick to three months, six months, 12 months. Of course, the organization carries on beyond that. But we must understand that administration is a, you're, not, you're not in a normal situation. It's an abnormal situation. Sure. And therefore, we have got to do things differently. Otherwise, like anonymous, it might just be 
you know, more of the same. Okay. Shagaz, wish you all the best uh, for yeah. this particular role. And as I said, hey, 12 months in Nganga Kulu. But that being said, <laughs> uh, certainly uh, I, I hope that you get the cooperation that is necessary for you to undertake your functions uh, because it's in the interest of all of us uh, to turn around our passenger rail agency. So thank you very much for your time. Bongi Sizwe Mpondo is his name and he is the administrator there of uh, the passenger rail agency. He has a tough task ahead uh, in the next 12 months. has to turn around what uh, certainly seems to be a cesspool of uh, weak controls, uh, ineptitude, corruption and all manner of other things. And uh, we certainly hope and uh, wish him all the best. Uh,